you got your bungs in. What was that? Because my feet are getting fucking wet. Sounds like a future nuggets problem. Yes, welcome back to another episode of One More Throw. Nugget here and across from me is Colonel. Good morning. How are we going? First of all, I'd just like to say a huge thank you for all the feedback we've had this last week. Um, yeah, it's really got our confidence up. We were pretty nervous the last episode, but hopefully we do better this time for you. So on today's episode, we've got Sam. Now, to introduce Sam, he is from the start in the previous episode of uh, the captain of crappy bait tanks. How you going, Sam? Yeah, morning, fellas. I'm, uh, I'm very good, thank you. Uh, you probably noticed where I've positioned myself on the boat this morning. Yeah, above me bait tank. And, uh, and I, I did come prepared. <laughs> well, He's so, actually brought yeah. his own toilet paper. I get pretty nervous about these early morning starts. It's, uh, you know, don't get a time to enjoy a cup of coffee and uh, a bit of toilet time. But um, anyway, we'll see how we go. I want five minutes warm before you need to do a shit. <laughs> so, Sam, why don't you uh, tell them a little bit about yourself, what you do? and uh, Yeah, well, I'm a veterinarian in Grafton. Um, I actually work with Nugget's wife. Um, that's how we met. And, uh, yeah, I certainly enjoy fishing in all its forms, anything from uh, river bass to trout to, to big game to, uh, yeah, you name it. I even enjoy uh, catching a little brim and mullet with uh, with my young children as well. So pretty much any sort of fishing I am, I am keen for. So been hanging out for uh, an invite in this uh, beautiful boat, actually, Nugget. Uh, thanks for thanks for bringing me along. Tell us how you uh, got into fishing, mate. Well, I guess it was my old man. Uh, fishing for, for him and for me as a kid was basically fishing for winter whiting in Morton Bay and Bramble Bay up around uh, Brisbane and Redcliffe. And, you know, basically every weekend we'd go out with our packet of live uh, sandworms or beach worms and uh, just just slay the uh, the winter whiting and um, you know I absolutely fucking loved it as a kid and and I sort of grew up a little bit and moved away from fishing as uh, I guess people do but then I, I had a good mate uh, Peter Klaus who took me bass fishing um, on the Debra River uh, what is it the Little Pine River up that way and yep um, yeah, we'd, we'd sort of uh, work, walk the creek banks and dodge the black snakes and, uh, yeah, fish for bass on surface. And, and you know, that, they were tiny fucking fish, you know. A, a, a trophy was sort of 25 centimetres, but to, to catch them on surface just, just really sparked my interest in fishing again. And, um, you know, and that was the start of it, really, um, as, my, as an adult to get back into fishing and... Then uh, did a, a, another trip with my old man up uh, up north to the Daly River. Uh, I was probably, I don't know, late teens, early 20s, and, uh, you know, just fishing on those rivers with, uh, you know, well, up in the Daly, up in the Billabongs. And, you know, my old man was super keen, but uh, did, did, didn't really have much of an idea. And, uh, you know, just, just trolling along and hooking and losing massive fucking barramundi and you know just the the challenge of it all and um yeah i, I don't know that's that's certainly what's got me into fishing that's for sure and, oh, that's unreal um, that's unreal yeah it sounds like you've traveled a bit that's for sure yeah talk about that i believe you've uh, done a bit of traveling around the world and i'm sure you would have flicked a few lines uh, yeah well I, 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 again um uh, that friend uh, Peter Klaus, he uh, he got me into fly fishing, and uh, and then my, my wife is uh, big into travel, so we did our honeymoon in North America, and uh, yeah, part of that was uh, Yellowstone National Park up in Montana, and is that where they uh, filmed that TV series? Uh, river somewhere. Yeah, the, certainly the, the river somewhere, um, fellas. That they, they go up in there. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, so I was pretty fucking hopeless as a, a fly caster, to be honest, but 
Um, you know, just the, the camaraderie on, on some of those rivers. You know, they're American Yankee guys, but, uh, you know, to, to, to see anybody struggling with a fly rod, they're, they're more than happy to, to help me along. And, um, you know, again, I, I, I think I, the biggest trout I caught was probably about 12 centimetres or so. so <laughs> you know, a bit bigger than the average cigar. It's 12 centimetres bigger than the one I've yeah, caught, mate. Well, so. I was going to say, catch a trout. So, uh, yeah, I can't say I've been over in America <laughs> fishing. So you, you've got one up on me, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, and just just to catch it on a, you know, this tiny bit of fluff that sits on top. Oh fuck! I had a hit. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, he's on. There we go. Very nice. Oh, don't, don't lose it. Yeah, play the drag. Very nice. Oh. Do you reckon, what do you reckon little, little it is? Away. It's got to be a flatty. He's not swimming anymore. No, oh, he's just... Hopefully it's not a catfish like last time. Oh, last week it, he was pulling hard, that caddy. Those caddies go hard, don't they? Yeah, they, they do. got a nice chunk last week. I, I suppose we should tell the audience what we're doing. Oh, it's a bass. Oh. Oh, no, it's a little Jewy. It's a little baby, it's baby little Jewy. Jewy. Oh, adorable. Oh, he's beautiful. I mean, he's about... A metre and a half long, of course, but... <laughs> Very nice, Sam. Good start to the day. Bit of forced perspective. Nice. Got to get a fucking long way forward for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I should tell the listeners we're just doing a bit of bottom bouncing at the moment, just drifting up the river in the holes, chasing a few flathead. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we'll get back to your story, Sam, about fishing overseas before we were very rudely interrupted. <laughs> I wouldn't say rudely interrupted. In a positive way. Uh, pleasantly interrupted would be the word, I think. Oh, very good. See? Yeah. What a good start, start to the morning. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, no, for, for me, uh, yeah, fly fishing um, up in those North American streams and and you know, it's it's it brings out that hunter gathering. You you sort of you you you're spotting the fish first, and then you're presenting this little fly as close to that fish as possible without spooking it, but close enough to sort of gain its attention. You know, it's it's really fucking hard, um, and it's you know it's bloody good fun. It's it's, it's a bit like uh, you know hunting. You you got to spot the animal first before you can shoot it. You got to sneak up on it. Uh, but you know when when you hunt, you you've got the uh, you know, the advantage, the animal doesn't have to be hungry, you don't have to tempt it to eat sort of thing, whereas the, the fish have to be comfortable, they they got to be in the mood to feed, you got to sort of get their appetite going and it's, uh, yeah, it's all very difficult and challenging and and quite enjoyable. Um, I'll, I'll be the first one to admit I've never, never even attempted fly fishing. Well, mate, you know, I'll... I'll uh, We'll, we'll, we'll go to Ebor, Dorigo, when the season starts, if you want, and have a crack. It's, it's, they've had, you know, fucking three years of rain up there. The, the, the fishing up there is phenomenal at the moment. Definitely have to book it in. Um, and even bass, you know, bass fishing on fly, that's a lot of fucking fun too. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I guess... Um, after we went to North America, we, we went to uh, Central America, and uh, I'd always wanted to catch a bonefish, and I went out with a guide, and again, I could still hardly fucking cast a, a, a fly rod, you know. I think a, a big cast for me back then was probably about 40 or 50 foot or so, and the guide's sort of looking at me thinking I've got no hope, and yeah, he was, he was pretty much spot on. <laughs> um, and uh, I remember him, him creeping us through these sort of mangrove swamplands and we'd sort of spot tarpon and, uh, and bonefish and, um, you know, I wasn't even getting close to them. I was just, just too fucking hopeless. But eventually towards the end of the day, he sort of crept up into this little mangrove creek and it was really overcrowded. Like, we are pushing off the mangroves and... Um, Sure enough, up the front of the boat, I, I spot this tarpon and um, I couldn't get a cast out because there was too many trees around. So I've done a like a little bow and arrow cast, it's called, where you sort of just, essentially, you almost just throw the fly out there with your hand. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and this tarpon's come up and just engulfed this fly. 
and because uh, I was too excited, I've um, strip-striked and pulled it right out of its fucking mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh, and I was just sort of devastated, and, and the fly was right at my foot. Um, another tarpon's come in behind it and, uh, and nailed it. And then, uh, yeah, I've fought this, uh, this, this, it was, you know, it's pretty small tarpon, tarpon standards. Ooh, he's on. Very nice nugget. What is it, nugget? Oh, it's a oh, What we're after, go and get the scoop. Please. So I don't, Very nice. Don't lose him. She's the keeper, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. He's close. Very close, this one. I was just looking at the sounder and I'm like, oh, coming over that bait. There we go. Very good. Thanks, mate. I'll grab that off you. Yeah, Let's bring it in the boat or? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, very good to the morning. Very nice. Well, the fish are on at least. Yeah. Speaking of flatty there, Nugget, last week I uh, flowered up those... Um, oh, yeah, probably should tell the listeners tails. that uh, after we uh, switched off the mics, we got a few couple flattered. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, cooked up those flatty tails at home that we got and they were beautiful. A bit of flour, a bit of salt, some salad, unfortunately, but... Got to be healthy. No. Uh, yeah. What have to be? Thirty-six. You got to be. Oh, 37. thirty-seven. <laughs> She's a keeper. Buddy. She's a keeper if you want a keeper. Sam, uh, what's your, what type of fishing do you get into these days? Oh, mate, or anything, anything is is the answer to to that one, but. Mostly, I, I fish with a, a three-year-old and a six-year-old, so you can sort of imagine the sophistication level. Right? <laughs> it's a bit of white bread on a, a little hook and little brim, little whiting, little mullet. Um, the kids have been particularly well behaved. We might go get a bit of weed off the rocks and catch some blackfish or some luderick. Um, but uh, other than that, you know, I, I really enjoy, if I've got a, a moment to myself and if the, the weather's cooperating, I'll go um, fish off the rocks at Woolai, um, catch How a nice tailor. How fishing down there? Oh, it's bloody beautiful. Um, and then uh, if I can get an invite on a boat, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll do a bit of game fishing as well. Um, not you, so much this time of year, but... Yeah, I was going to say, uh, let's talk about that. You do a lot of the big game comp fishing off Coffs Harbour, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, well, a member of the Coffs Harbour Game Fishing Club. Um, I fish mostly on a boat uh, called Toughen Up. Uh, we've done quite well in the, the last couple of seasons, uh, can't remember exactly. I'll probably get in trouble for, for saying, but I, I think we've um, we've we've sort of finished in the, the top handful of boats anyway in in the comp. Um, you know, I'm very much a novice game fisherman to be honest. I'm I'm, I'm mostly there as a, a winch. I think I just uh, hold on and wind, and um, and the other boys sort of do everything else, which is the hard bits, of course. But uh, yeah, you know, it's it's a bloody lot of fun. Well, you got you, no one born. That's what I we're out here doing, just to try to give some pointers. Look, no one's born knowing everything. We we learn. Yeah, and that that's, that's the whole idea of this is you know encourage people to get out and just have a go. Yeah, and, right. and you Before learn off can, others, don't you? So you get into a lot of your uh, you know chasing those trophy fish. Um, so what what got you into that? Oh, it's just uh, a, a mate, Don Cummings, who uh, actually met fly fishing, um, and uh, yeah, he, he, you know, took me out quite a few times catching kingfish and uh, mackerel and snapper and all sorts, and, and basically he got into it, and uh, he got into it in a big way, uh, and he's looking for crew. Uh, so yeah, I was a, a very willing crew member. 
essentially, and um, you know, and there's a fair bit in, involved. Of course, it's it's uh, you know, some people think trolling and, and game fishing is uh, very you know, a, a dumb or mind-numbing or, you know, not a lot of thought has to go into it type of fishing, but um, it, it's really not true, you know. The the level that these guys are into it is, um, you know, it takes a lot of time, a lot of commitment, uh, a lot of knowledge, you know. They're, they're looking at surface uh, ocean altimetry, like the height of the water, looking for up currents and, um, you know, that sort of concentrates all the nutrients, which then concentrates the chlorophyll or the, the little algae um, and then that brings in the bait fish and that brings in the, the bigger tuna um, and of course uh, then the the, um, the billfish follow them so um, but you know and then the, the rigging uh, the, the, the setups the lures uh, you know the, the types of hooks you know matching it to the lure so you get good action out of the lure and um, you know, it's just, just, it's a whole minefield of, of, of knowledge and, and you know, don't get me wrong, you, you could just go out there and, and troll anything and you might get lucky, but to um, yeah, consistently catch fish and to consistently land fish it, uh, yeah, you really have to know what you're doing. So I'm haunted by a few big blue marlin. I've um, hooked a couple and, you know, I guess you could technically classify them as catches because we did touch the leader but you know for me it's not a capture unless you got uh, a pitcher uh, not not holding the fish out of the water like we don't get them out of the water um they, they, they don't uh we, we try to look after them as much as possible and um we, we do leave them in the water at all times but uh you know you got to sort of hang your head over the side and uh get, get a picture right next to the fish so and for uh, me to count it as a capture they're amazing, eh? My, uh, one of my old next-door neighbours when I was a kid, he um, caught a big blue marlin yeah. out at sea and got it all taxidermied and oh. sitting on his um, <laughs> lounge room wall for the rest of his days. It was yeah. huge, eh? Oh, huge. they're amazing fish, but they're also pricks, you know? You, you, you hook them and they jump and they throw hooks or they'll braid the line and snap you off or... You know, one of these fish that I had hooked, you know, we, I probably fought it for about two and a half hours. And, uh, you know, an hour, hour and a half of that was right at the boat, like right next to the boat. Like it was literally there. Yeah, we just, just couldn't can't get it in. Get it, you know, it was only a couple of metres off from the side of the frigging boat. Yep, my money nearly right. lost me fucking. In peace, right? In peace, that was lucky. But I think she's only small here. Doesn't feel too. Oh, doesn't. Oh, doesn't feel. Little oh, baby brim. Nice size brim. Jeez, a lot of bait in the water. Oh, there you go, his size. Twenty-six. Yep. Only a little. He'll do. In the bait tank. It is nice. We'll keep. And a couple of fiddles for the kids. Bit of, bit of action out there. Yeah, a bit of bait. Very good. Good work. Check. Very you. nice. We're all on the board. Except for Sam. No, he caught a little Jew, he's just not a keeper. So. Yeah, no, no, it's it's gotta be it's gotta be in the tank. Oh mate, that's the prize fish though. What got you into the bass fishing, mate? Oh mate, availability. More than anything else, I guess. Yeah, the the the, the local sort of sports fish of the rivers here. Um, and you know, any anything that you can catch on a surface lure or a surface fly is pretty fucking awesome really. Um I don't know, they're good fun. They, they, they take you to uh, some pretty pretty nice natural places. You know, you go right upstream on the, the Clarence here or, you know, even the Green Mile on the Belgian or anything like that. You know, it's, it's spectacular sort of country. And Tell us, uh, what type of boat do you run? I've got a little, uh, I think it's a 4.2 Quintrex Trophy. Um, she's older the, as the hills and... She uh, looks, a, you know, the hull of it looks a bit like a, a patchwork quilt. Um, <laughs> she's uh, she's seen a rough life, that's for sure. I'm pretty, I'm pretty rough on my gear, I think. And uh, but luckily, I, I got a mate who's a, a welder, and um, he, he's pretty good with aluminium. So I've sort of got that up my sleeve, to be honest. But 
you know, I, uh, I, I do enjoy a, a difficult launch, you know, if a billabong with uh, six foot banks is, uh, you know, a good place to start for it. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's sort of my, uh, my little boat and, you know, it's just got a, a 42 stroke, two stroke on the back and uh, a little tiller steer electric up the front. So she's a real, very basic setup, but um, yeah, good, good sort of um, boat for bashing along the snags and, you know, great for the, the, the timber dams. Uh, you know, I don't have to worry about the paintwork or anything like that, so. Oh, very good. Yeah, I love it. I'll never sell it, to be honest. So I think uh, we go back to before we were rudely interrupted. What, are you going to uh, tell us about the one that got away? Oh, mate, there's uh, there's a lot that have got away, unfortunately. You know, I think I mentioned before, I'm, I've been haunted by a few blue marlin, um, especially in the last season. I I haven't quite managed that uh, that that selfie picture of me grinning like a fucking fool with a, a, a marlin flapping around in the background or a blue marlin flapping around in the background. I've got my picture of the, the black and the stripe, no worries. But um, So, yeah, hopefully I can uh, remedy that this season. Um, I've certainly uh, touched the leader on a couple of fish and uh, I know in um, some circles that's um, counted as a catch. Uh, but for me, I've got a have a photo with the fish and um, you know we, we don't pull the, the marlin out of the water it's not good for them to do that but um, you know sort of keep the fish in the water and hang your head right over the side of the boat and big goofy grin and um, you know that, that, that for me is the capture and I, I would you know obviously love to uh, uh, a meter barramundi is something I would like to, to tick as well I've, I've got a few in the the, the mid 90s but uh yeah, that's um, something I'll have to tick off one day. And, and certainly a, a barra on fly. That, that is something I've tried very fucking hard to do. I've, I've, um, I haven't put hours in. I've put weeks in to, to, try to, um, <laughs> to try to get that one across the line. And I think I've lost them every, every way imaginable. You know, that they've um, jumped and spat the fly or they've... Uh, They've rubbed me off or something, or they've got me around a snag. I've just, um, yeah, I've never landed a barra on fly. Um, but yeah, one one day it'll happen to me. The stars will align, and I'll I'll get that fish. And who knows? It might even be the meter one. But uh, that's it, mate. It's like where about? I eh? just giving it that one yeah. more throw. <laughs> that's it. What would happen if someone uh, brought a bananas on your boat? Oh, mate, I guess I'd eat them. You're not superstitious Delicious. at all? Wow. Well, be right on your boat, mate, but uh, they're not coming on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I'm, uh, nah, no, no bananas will be on this no boat. No bananas? No bananas. Did so, I tell you about the time I went uh, fishing up uh, Princess Charlotte Bay with my nephew? No, no. Oh, yeah, we went uh, sort of towards the, the Cape of Queensland and, uh, yeah, we had a week up there. And, uh, you know, just fucking magic. About September, October, I think it was. And, you know, just, just starting to, to really heat up up there. And, um, you know, we were going to go up and chase Mangrove Jack and, and Barra. And, uh, you know, we, weeks and months of planning went into it. But... Uh, we forgot um, sunscreen and toilet paper. You know, two fairly essential things for uh, for well up north, especially with the sunscreen, but um, yeah, toilet paper in general. But um, we had to wipe our ass with um, with bread for uh, <laughs> for, for, for uh, you never seven days that. and. Uh, <laughs> When you, you know, you're sur surrounded by fucking water, you know, you just wouldn't wash your bum. Well, yeah, it's crocodiles though, mate. You're not oh, really keen on hanging that. your head, your ass over the edge. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh. Uh, <laughs> looks a lot like Nutella. That's, that's all I'll say. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, yeah, you sort of you feel a bit yeasty afterwards as well, but you know. 
Oh, dear. So, yeah, so we come home absolutely roasted from the sun and uh, yeah, just looking forward to a good shit on the way back. But it was a good trip. My uh, my nephew caught his first uh, barramundi up there, which was, uh, you know, just, just absolute gold to see. And, um, you know, and again, like he had a, the introduction, same introduction to barramundi that I had. He, he, he lost a fish every way imaginable. He's, you know, he had the hook come undone on one, uh, I mean the knot on his hook come undone on one, he bent a hook on another, um, he got rubbed off by the, the gill rakers a couple of times, he had hooks thrown. I remember um, he was fishing on the other side of a sand dune and I heard him call out and this, um, this just absolute monster of barramundi was just breaching the water and you know how those big ones can't quite clear the water? Yeah. It's just sort of head shaking at the surface and and then, uh, and then I've looked up again, and his um, his live bait <laughs> was flying across the air, and it uh, it sort of slaps him across the face and hits his shoulder. Oh no! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so he, he didn't talk for a little while after that, um, losing that fish. But um, he, he did manage to catch a, an 80 centimeter, um, which was uh, yeah pretty bloody good. Oh, that's well done. That's uh, unreal. Yeah. So, uh, so Sam, what uh, what would happen if you uh, brought someone on your boat and they outfished you? Oh, and, mate, uh, I guess uh, you know the thing to do there is uh, yeah, rub a bit of sunscreen in the, on their lure or all through their, their tackle box, or a bit of DEET will do the job as well, you know. Nah, I don't know, mate. I guess um, you've never had that experience. Oh, I've never, it's never happened to me yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, dear. <laughs> so you don't you don't want to talk about that? Well, that. there was that one time that you went yeah, that I, I I took you fishing in the my one and boat. The only time he, I've ever been on his boat, the first and last. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think you outfished me probably about ten to one. My one was a fifteen centimetre bass, and your um, your ten were all in the the forty five plus. <laughs> I think one cracked 50. I think that was the first one. Yeah. I thought you were going to throw me oh, overboard. Oh, that's definitely a lot of counselling, <laughs> a lot of medication. But I'll get there. I gave you a little... Oh, oh, boy. oh you're on. Very nice. Oh. That's a fighter. That's what we're here for. Very nice, Sam. I'll bring mine up and get the scoop ready for you, mate. Very nice job here. Got a nice little bend on the right as he brings it in. Nugget's doing whatever he's doing here. Oh, no, he's bringing his line in to help out. Look out here. She's got some bend here. This might be a nice one, boys. Ah. This could be on here. Very nice. It's good to see. Very nice. What's it going to be? Oh, oh it's a big nice grass. brim. Oh, no. Oh, a nice sound amateur. First bass of the podcast. Yep. And we got to let it go. That's it. We were not targeting bass, of course. We're all oh, about nice. sustainability here, What's guys. It be? Low 40s? Oh, here? don't worry. If it was season, I'll be fucking eating it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that's what I mean. At this time of year, we're not going to take fish that, uh, you know. Sam's counting down the da- weeks. How many weeks, Sam? Oh, mate, two, is it? Three. Three. <laughs> Don't get ahead of yourself. Three <laughs> no, weeks like, to go. No. <laughs> no. We'll get, One we'll get more. a photo with you, Sam. Very nice. We're about 14 and a half metres here in the hole. I, I think Sam's coming revenge this week. I, uh, he's going to outfish me on my own boat. <laughs> oh, mate, I'll be happy with that. It's only got one eye, this fish. Poor really? Thing. Yeah. Call him Blinky. 52. Very nice. No. 35, oh. actually. <laughs> Bit of an exaggeration. <laughs> hey boy, he's actually 37. 37. Very Sold nice. Sold yourself short. Right. Can I give it a kiss? Oh, yeah. See, he kisses Stick my tongue fish. in a bit. Oh, Go on, big guy, mate. You Enjoy your life. To be caught in three weeks' time. <laughs> and then you'll be eaten. <laughs> three weeks, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll be back for you, mate. So do I, uh, have I ever told you about the time uh, I, I, lost, um, I lost the boat in a billabong? You what? I lost the boat in the billabong. How'd you manage that? <laughs> well, 
was um, I was up north with my nephew the um, the time we forgot sunscreen and toilet paper and we were at this um, this uh, yeah little billabong um, sort of upper reaches of the Normandy River I think they called it um, the the North Whip Handle and um, yeah fairly steep entry into the little billabong and. We we're just uh, retrieving the boat, and I was winching it up, and, uh, and I said to my nephew, "Oh, you know, 12 months ago I was fishing here with another mate, um, uh, Pete, and uh, and the, the bloody uh, the, the rope on the winch snapped, and of course the boat sails backwards, and you know we got really lucky that time because we had a the, the anchor rope was just dragging, so <laughs> we didn't lose the boat in the middle of the billabong." And, just as I finished telling them the story, the um, the fucking uh, the fucking winch rope breaks again. Oh, are you kidding? <laughs> and, uh, and out sails the boat just into the middle of this billabong, and uh, yeah, unfortunately the the rope wasn't uh, wasn't tied up, uh, wasn't dragging that time, and. There would have been crocs uh, in that up. Yeah, and we'd seen a few crocs that morning, no big ones, but uh, they were definitely definitely there and. Uh, unfortunately, the the wind was blowing the wrong direction, so it was sort of took it across to the other side of the billabong, and you had to walk around. I had to uh, walk around, but walking around wasn't that easy either, because the the billabong, you know, it's just a the dried up bed of uh, you know the, the the creek sort of thing, but yep. um, it wasn't a hundred percent dried up. Oh, <laughs> so, no. so it wasn't so much a walk as it was a a terrifying fucking swim. <laughs> <laughs> through, oh. through waist deep water. Oh, uh, and I, I didn't know if I should be um, really stealthy and, and sort of just slide across the water or, um, or or make as much fucking noise as possible. So I did both. I think I'd... Uh... <laughs> but I'll tell you what, I've, ne- I've never got to the boat and jumped in so quick. You know, it's, it's not easy jumping into a boat straight out of the water. You know, it's, it's hard to get up the sides, but, but fuck, I did it no trouble that day. So you mentioned there before that you're a, a vet. Yeah. Uh, what yep. got you into that? Oh, I always wanted to be a vet. Um, I don't know, I grew up on a, uh, on a dairy... And, um, you know, I just remember my old man, he'd, he'd have a, a cow that had gotten into the clover or something and, uh, you know, the, 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 it would start out, the, the vet would come out and, and sort of, um, you know, put a, they call it a trocar, it's essentially a big knife with a hole through the middle of it, just through the, the gut of this cow sort of thing and release all the gas. and. And then, uh, you know, down the track, I'd, I'd help my old man do it. He didn't quite have a trocar, just a, like a small, very fine filleting knife. And um, I don't know, I was just into it. And um, yeah, essentially, I, I don't do any, don't do any cattle work now or anything like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know, it's quite enjoyable most of the time. The, the on call. It's terrible and the, the weekend work is terrible, but don't actually do that anymore now, so I can't really complain. <laughs> so, Sam, you take your, uh, you mentioned before you take your kids fishing and that. What's your proudest dad moment taking your kids fishing? Oh, mate, I guess when they, uh, when they learn to cast, you know, they, um, get a, my, uh, my little three-year-old, he, he sort of threw his first cast at about two and a half, uh, I'd say. And, um, and, uh, and you know, even now he just he enjoys casting, you know. He'll, I'll, I'll just tie a, a sinker to the end of his rod and I can sit him in the backyard and then that's at least sort of 45 minutes uh, to an hour of, um, of him entertained, you know. You'll just throw it out, wind it in, you know. <laughs> and then, um, and, and then you know, my daughter, she, she's not as into fishing as um, as a three year old, but um, you know, she she can still absolutely love it. And um, you know, she gets so excited when she catches a fish, and um, and, and again, you know, she can she can cast very well for a for for a. Well, she's six year old now, so. So Sam, how's your young fella going? I. He had a bit of a operation not that t- too long ago. 
Yeah, no, he's uh, he's he's good. Thanks, mate. He's uh, um, you know, he had some trouble with his skull. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's pretty pretty fucked up thing to have trouble with. To be honest, uh, you know, a, a lot of kids I know um, sort of come out with a, a funny shaped head, and uh, you know, a lot of time it comes good, but. His, um, his, his head was sort of um, growing like a football, I guess, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, poor kid, he, he kind of looked a little bit like that cartoon character um, from the early 2000s, Hey Arnold. Oh, right, eh? Um, and, uh, yeah, it turned out, uh, you know, that the, the skull's sort of made up of these plates um, when you're a kid, and those plates sort of shift around a bit, but um, yeah, his plates had fused um, along the, the top of his skull, so um, they, they had a fancy name for it, uh, uh, craniosynostosis, and um, yeah, it just, it just meant that his, his skull had fused uh, way too early, basically, so it couldn't grow properly, so. What's involved in fixing that? Well, he had to, um, Basically, uh, yeah, you had to have it reconstructed, um, a, a cranial vault reconstruction. Um, and what's involved in that procedure? Well, they, they had to take his skull off. Um, he's, he's sort of got this big wiggly scar right across the top of his scalp and they, they, they rolled his skin and hair up um, like a swag from what they explained to me and literally took his... Um, you know, bones of his skull off and sort of um, opened them up and uh, held them together with a little, you know, combination of some metal wire and some sort of plastic plates that, that dissolve with time and um, and then put it back on his head. So, uh, but, you know, it's, uh, it's certainly a bit scary for us thinking that our little boy was sitting on the operation table with his sort of brain hanging out to the air. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that, that, I'd, I'd, I would not be able to imagine the head noise you would have been going through. Yeah, yeah, certainly wasn't a lot of fun, but, um, you know, the, the, the staff at the, the Royal Children's Hospital up in Brisbane, you know, they, they were just, they were something else. And, um, you know, we, we weren't even close to the worst that they had to deal with. You know, the, the, there's poor kids up there that, you know, just some of the conditions they have to endure, it's... Uh, you know, it's 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 wrong sort of thing, but um, yeah, they, they certainly do the very best by them, that's for sure. But and um, and you know, my little fella, he he was absolutely fine. He um, you know, he, he uh, had a big ass drain hanging out of his skull for a couple of days, and uh, but you know, he, he was uh, he come good very quick. You know, he's sort of up on his feet within a couple of days, and um, he hasn't looked back since. So. We're, um, we're, we're very lucky. There, there might be, you know, sort of some minor touch-ups down the, 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 the track. He's still got a couple of small holes in his skull that might need patching at some stage. But, you know, in the scheme of things, we're very lucky. And he's, uh, he's a bright, very healthy baby boy with uh, a good-looking head now. So, yeah, no, he's, he's all good. Thanks, mate. Oh, that's good to hear. Hope to see you. Bringing him out here one day in this spot and yeah. catching a few photos. Oh, mate, we'll be here tomorrow. Thanks for showing me. <laughs> you'll, uh, you'll be driving your truck past tomorrow morning and uh, we'll, we'll be sitting here slaying your flathead. So. Oh, mate, uh, <laughs> lucky I'm heading south. Yeah. I'll text you. I'll let you know. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, mate, I've never actually got into that big game fishing. Yeah, boys. Oh, no, I lost it. No, oh, no. Spat it. You know what you did wrong there? You dropped your rod. Did I? When you hit him like that, keep, keep your rod up. up and keep it going. Because when you drop that, you allow them to work their heads and spit the fucking lure. Got to keep that lure weight on them because they can't get rid of your it. Your dog, that was a good little hit too. That, that, yeah, that, oh, that, that, that's, that's deep sea fishing fucking habit where they're dropping it. You know, because they, they use the weight and the drag to lift the fucking thing. Yeah. And as they drop it, they wind it. You don't do that river fishing. You fucking hit it and you keep it into them. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll lose a fish every fucking day of the week. I see it all the time. People fucking sit there and they drop them. Uh, you know, fucking lose it. Yeah, keep, yeah. keep it up. That was a good fish. It was. Fuck. That was a good hit. That way that grabbed and fucking took off. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck, that's a Jew. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was say, it yeah. felt like either a brim or like yeah. maybe a juke. Was it like vibrating? Yeah. yeah. That was a brim. Was like, yeah. Fucking hell, Dan. Um, anyway, so before we were rudely interrupted with someone that drops them, <laughs> um, mate, uh, I've never actually got into that deep sea game fishing, but I've seen a lot of videos of um, my my anxiety would be fucking through the roof because I see them when they're chasing that big fish, they're, they're fucking jamming that boat in reverse and I'm like, are they going to sink? Like, fucking, I don't think a bilge pump would be able to keep up with it. And then at the time they get the fish in the boat, like, the, the waves are near lapping the boat because they filled it that fucking much. Like, I'd be I'd be shitting myself that the engine will get flooded or... Because yeah. it all looks like inbuilt outboards. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's the go with that? How, how do you, think, how do, you uh, do that? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, that, that's an American thing. The, uh, the They'll have their big flybridge cruiser and they'll hook a fish and, uh, and you know, they, they sort of get off on it almost. They, they ram it in reverse and... Um, you know, the, the, the scuppers just, uh, you know, they, they mustn't have the one-way valves on the scuppers and the, 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 the basically the back deck of the boat just fills up with water um, through the scuppers and, um, you know, and they love it. You know, they're all sort of there laughing and carrying on and... Um, My you know, anxiety the, would be through the roof. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of resistance, those big boats going backwards, so, you know, they, <laughs> they can't go very fucking fast. And of course, you've got a marlin that's uh, probably charging a hundred miles an hour off in the other direction. It would probably make more sense for them to turn the boat around, but um, then you know everybody doesn't get wet and uh, wet and excited. So I think that's why they do it. But you know, I think um, a lot of the smaller boats they they won't hesitate. They'll just turn around and um, chase the fish forward. You can go a lot faster <laughs> forward than what you can in reverse. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I have seen some video clips of people going overboard uh, doing that, but again, I think it's mostly in America. Because, yeah, I'm, I'm and, watching uh, the videos and the, the boats are full of water. I'm like, yeah. hang on. Like, it, it's literally yeah. like, it looks like a, a bathtub now. Like, they're That's all in knee deep water and yeah, yeah. One, one wave and. Yep. It's in the boat. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no oh, way. Couldn't be good on gear, that's for sure. But, uh, yeah, I reckon maybe down in Sydney where there's uh, there's plenty of money and they, they, they don't mind replacing all the, um, you know, all the corroded parts on the engine <laughs> on a regular basis. But I certainly haven't seen any guys from the, the Coffs Harbour fishing um, Game Fishing Club do that sort of thing. So That's a, well, that's a, that's a good point. Just mentioning that, um, if you... People want to really get into their fishing. Join the local club. Oh, absolutely. There's a there's, there's a social clubs, competition clubs. Like yeah, just Google doesn't have to be serious either. You know, social fishing clubs. No, that's right. Just Google your local fishing association. Yeah. And yeah, just even just go into your local tackle store. They'll be able to tell you. That's it. If there's one in the area. And, and there's a, you know there's often uh, yeah the blokes that that they buy these uh, these these big boats and. Um, you know, they, they can't fish them by themselves. They, they, they need a crew and, you know, as long as you're not a not a bastard, as long as you're, you know, you're, you're nice and you're, you're, you know, half decent, they'll probably keep inviting <laughs> you back sort of thing. You'll probably have to chip in your, your share of fuel and expenses, but um, it's sure of a hell, hell of a lot cheaper than buying a boat, that's for sure. But uh, I think that the hardest part of, um, of game fishing is just the hours you have to put in. Um, you know, every all your rigging has to have uh, anti-chafe gear on it. You know, where the line rubs the, the hook and everything, you've got to have a little plastic or metal liner there to, to stop it from rubbing off. And that's just that's just sort of testament to the the sort of time that you have to put in. You know, if, if you the, the the number of hours it takes for a line to um to to abrade through the the, the wearing of a hook. You know, that that's the sort of time that you've got to put on the water before you'll get a bite. And sort of mentioned to Colonel before about what we're doing with this podcast is just targeting, you know, helping every everyday bloke sort of be able to get out there and get a fish and, um, you know, for the more experienced anglers that, you know, want to try something new, that, that's a great way to sort of get into things and, and that. But, like, personally, myself, it's not my cup of tea I like to be able to go out and catch a feed not 
cruise around for three days and catch one fish. Yeah. But uh, I suppose you guys get a lot of dolphin fishing that too, don't you? Yeah, we sure do. There's plenty of bycatch, and uh, you know the bycatch is what uh, what ends up on the filleting table. Mate, what's your dream boat? Oh well, my dream boat would have to be uh, a six and a half to to seven metre plate aluminium. Any particular brand? Well, uh, I, I would like to um, to build one myself. Oh, really? Yeah. So, like, buy a kit and work together kid, yourself? You know, the, the, there's a few companies out there. I think um, CNC Marine do a, uh, uh, like, a machine-cut um, plate boat, and they'll, they'll ship it out. Um, yeah, all, all sort of cut, and you just got to fabricate it, but... Um, my problem there is I don't have a, a, a lot of um, boat building skill um, and, uh, you know, I've, uh, I've got very um, very much remedial welding skills. So that's uh, something I'll have to work on first before I tackle that project. But, yeah, that, that, that's something that I'd, I'd um, like to make happen one day. And I um, did buy a welder a couple of days ago, a, a, a pulse MIG. So um, yeah, look forward to practicing a bit with that uh, that thing, and uh, yeah, hopefully um, get my boat in the next uh, yeah five years or so. Oh, very good. Very nice. So, what's your dream fish? Oh, mate, I think um, you know, like probably uh, a lot of people, I would love to catch. Um, the PNG black bass, you yep. know, just exotic locations. They're, they're, they're like a massive mangrove jack, basically. And I don't know, they look um, they look difficult. They they look like a lot of fun, but um, you know, I'm probably only allowed one fish. But the, there is another one, the um, the no, Nile perch. Um, you know, the, the Nile perch. It, it's like um, it's like a barramundi on steroids, and. Um, you know, th- th- those things are fucking massive. <laughs> they are monsters. And um, again, you know, it would take you to some exotic locations. I'm sure they're, they're difficult to catch in their own right. But um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be, be nice to, to nail one of those things, that's for sure. So how about your oh, dream him, fish? I'm oh, on, I'm on, nice. I'm on. He feels pretty good too. Oh, very good. I'll wind mine up, mate, and give you a hand. Very nice, Sam. So we're about... So, what do you reckon it is? I reckon it's flathead. <laughs> Only because you can see it now. <laughs> Bring him over there. Very good. Oh, it's wrapped. It's all right. He's in the boat. That's he's in matters. the boat. That's, That's it. That's what matters. He's wrapped up, but he's in the boat. So why don't you uh, tell people uh, what you're using there, Sam, because it seems to be carving me up a well, bit. Well, it's a uh, secret, mate, actually. No, no, I think no it's, uh... we're not about secrets here. <laughs> I think it's a, um, a fish candy soft vibe. Oh, very good. Uh, I don't know. What, would that be about three and a half inch, do you think? Yeah, it's a three. Oh, I think it, oh, it might be close to four. Four, oh. yep. Oh, no, uh, no. Sorry, now that you bring it out, it's three inch. Probably, um, it's in a, a sort of black and a, with some reddy stripes down it, but um, pink oh, eyes. Pink eyes. I don't really think the colour's going to matter too much. It's just that that vibration that they that they're into this morning, isn't it? I think, yeah. Well, I think it is because you're carving us up, and we're both running the drop bears. Vibration and skill, of course. I had to throw that in there. Yeah, so. Well, mate, that's another legal flathead. So oh, you beauty. Go put him in the tank for you. Yeah, thank you very much. So, mate, what's your favourite dad moment? My favourite dad moment? Oh. Well, you talk about, you know, you take your kids fishing on yeah. that. Yeah, so. oh, mate, that, that, that's got to be it, you know. They, uh, I, um, you know, often they wake up in the morning and uh, they'll, they'll come into bed and nine times out of ten we'll, we'll reach for a, a fishing magazine and they'll, they'll sort of um, snuggle up close and uh, you know we'll, we'll, we'll flick through the fishing magazine and um, yeah for me my favorite moment is uh, you know I can pretty much get through a whole magazine now and the kids can name every fish that we come across so you know and the um, shows they're learning doesn't yeah, it? Yeah that shows they're learning and, and you know then some of these fish are you know, the, the, obviously there's the, the, the flathead, the brim, the whiting, and they, they can nail them every time. But, uh, 
you know, sometimes like the permit um, or, you know, the, 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 the rainbow trout or the brook trout or the, the brown trout or, um, you know, I, I even had my, um, my my daughter, there was a couple of different types of salmon there and, and she even picked the bloody salmon. So, yeah, that was pretty good. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It's always nice to see him catch a fish too. Um, Especially, you know, the, the, the three-year-old pretty much loses his mind every time he hooks up and <laughs> sort of whines like a madman and um, half the time he'll pull the hooks or he'll, he'll end up with, um, you know, the, the, the hook and the sinker ricocheting past him. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's always good to see. It's unreal. So out of all your years of fishing, what's the one moment that stands out to you off the top of your head? Oh, you know, it, it would have to be watching my nephew land his first barramundi. That, that, that was magic for me. Um, you know, because there, there was everything was against him. He'd, he'd lost half a dozen fish in the, you know, the, the previous day or two. And, um, and, and then he's finally hook this fish in like the dying moments of our fishing trip and and and, and this bloody this barramundi's just jumped straight into the mangroves over this big ass branch and uh and we sort of you know I was, I was getting ready to snap him off basically and um and was you know sort of counseling him you know never mind there'll always be next time and then this fucking fish jumped back out of the mangroves over the exact same branch it jumped in on and the fight was back on. <laughs> That's unreal. And, um, and we couldn't believe it and he was, you know, he was winding it in, looked like he was going to win and then the, the reel jumped off his, um, hopped out of the reel seat and, and fell off his rod and was dancing on the sand like it's hit the sand as the fishes run. And uh, it, it's hit the sand and then the fish has taken off and then it's flown back up and just hit the bloody wheel seat with a lot of force. Um, and, and again, you know, we thought, oh shit, it's over. Um, and it ended up with, with him with the rod and me sort of holding the wheel out to the side, sort of winding it in a bit. Like I'm on again. Oh, unreal. Oh, he feels pretty good this one too. bring mine up again. It's definitely the colour this morning. Oh, mate. He's a good one. Oh, they're getting better. Don't have a spare one, do you? Oh, mate, I do, yeah. Oh, I might have to. That's definitely... Oh, look at that. That was very lucky. He's unhooked herself. Yeah. By the looks of just that. got into the net, the scoop, and he's come off. Yeah, beauty. She's definitely legal there, Nugget. Yeah. Don't need to measure this one for that, but we're going to measure him for I think uh, I've got one more of these lures, and you guys can fly over if you want. Nah, give it a damn. <laughs> I've got plenty there to pick from. 46. Very nice. Well, guys. It's been a lovely morning fishing. It was good to have you on the show, Sam. Thank you, Nugget. Thank you, Colonel. Thank you, Sam. Very good. Uh, like what you hear, we're only going to get better each week. Still a bit nervous, but feel a bit more comfortable this week. You know, I think it's because uh, we had Sam on and we had to break it up a bit. But um, if you like what you hear, like us on Spotify and Apple. One More Throw podcast. Tell your mates. Share it around. At the end of the day, let's enjoy it. Wear a line and have some fun. Catch a few fish. Hope you guys learnt something. And, um, yeah, get out there and have a good weekend. See you next time.